0: Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Ruff. And, and we're, we're the LinkedIn,
1: LinkedIn Rockstars. rock
0: stars. <laughs> hey, we're happy to introduce uh, Webmaster mobile app. It's
1: Her for iPhone them. and Android. So
0: I on my iPhone can and use me it.
1: on my Android. Yeah,
0: you know, we can. It, it solves the problem. It uh, does. It
1: really which does. What hey, are you going to use? Are, is it just the current shows, or are you checking out the past episodes as well?
0: Every past episode of Rock the World with LinkedIn, and thousands of hours of other archive programming uh, is out there. You know, you can listen to
1: Webmaster live whenever you like
0: Lori, we're rocking the world with LinkedIn, aren't we? Are we going to have a good, 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 good show today with John Paul, J.P. Narowski?
1: We are going to. Now, John Paul um, is the CTO and founder of Karma CRM, which is the CRM solution that we use, um, thanks to a recommendation from one of our favorite people on the team, um, our sales admin. And I have loved it because although I'm not a salesperson by training or trade or anything i still have to um, handle all the technology at the company and i still have to have some sales duties and this has made it incredibly easy for me
0: well i love a crm that's like idiot proof and that that's kind of what it what it took for me to kind of jump up and go all right all right let's let's try this because boy if you're going to go down the crm path you're going to go down a deep dive for a while like it or not you know, you're 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 got you're committed for a little while there. You know, it's kind of like you know the boat's going out to sea and it's not coming back for a little while.
1: Exactly, exactly. So you know, with um, with with uh, salesforce as you like to to tell people they give you a monthly quote, but they sure as heck charge you more than a monthly fee. But um, that's just amazingly um, amazingly weird. You know, you say, it's going to be $15 per user per month, and then they're like, well, your bill is this many thousands of dollars, and you're like, wait a minute, (laughs) how did that happen? But, but, with Karma, I think um, it really goes to, talk, to show that whole environment that's happening now where companies, even digital companies, are becoming more human and that company culture that's internal is, is spreading out to the customers and the care that people take with their own work they're sharing with their customers and, and trying to make their customers' lives better. So it's cool when you can find a vendor that understands you, um, as, you as you so like to do, so love well, to
0: do. JP and I really hit it off, you know, he, he. Uh, um, as you'll discover, he's moving moving the company to Denver, so I got to introduce him to all the hot spots in Denver, you know, here, you want to make sure you go to this spot, you want to make sure you hit, the- <laughs> oh, you want to hit the People's Fair, you want to, you want to hit, you know, Paramount Theater, you know, all these little things we want to hit, um, so it was kind of like, you know, I can't be there, but JP can now.
1: Exactly. And soon, soon you'll be there, too. You'll be in Denver for the end of the month um, of April, so our, um, all of our listeners that are in the mountains um, in the Denver, Colorado area, look out for Mike. He'll be there for two solid weeks the end of, of April, back on his old stomping grounds, and I know you're looking forward to that.
0: We're hosting a uh, networking event. I love, love getting together with <laughs> our, our LinkedIn group people. We've got two LinkedIn yeah. groups that are hosting the, the, the party.
1: Exactly. Linked to Denver and um, the Integrated Alliances group as well. Um, So tell me real quick, Mike, about about LinkedIn groups. Speaking of LinkedIn groups, I mean, we know the value of networking online and the value of networking offline. But if somebody is sitting um, at their desk and they're thinking, I would love to get some networking done today, but I just haven't got time, what would you tell them about how to use their LinkedIn, their favorite LinkedIn group to do that?
0: Oh, I'd look and, look and see uh, what other people are writing about. Find a hot story that's got a lot of other people already commenting. You know, the story with one comment isn't as exciting as the story with 37 comments. Right. Um, that, that's pretty easy to do and scroll in. Um, I'll, I'll give a warning out, out to the group. Um, there's a little checkbox that'll let you, you know, get an email and a notification every time somebody comments. And uh, when you get on one of these big groups like this, you know, you could be getting, you know, a couple of hour. Five, ten an hour. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, these, these hot, hot topics that are particularly timely and, and decisive or divisive, I mean, you know, where people are taking sides. Sure. So uncheck that box or check it appropriately, I should say, um, so that, you don't know, just not getting you know, a little more email than you're really signed up for.
1: Right, but if it's a topic that you're passionate about or that falls in line with what you do professionally, you probably want to keep that on so that you can stay involved in the conversation and be as visible as possible in that topic. But I definitely, that's the last thing I do before I hit submit is look to see if I want to uncheck that box because it's checked by default.
0: So uh, my, my little tip there is I keep a tab open just to that conversation so I can hop over to it uh, oh. any, anytime I want. Nice.
1: Instead of a bunch
0: more emails in the inbox, it's just a little tab on the browser. And um, I've got usually. 10 linkedin tabs open anyway so i
1: was gonna say your tabs get a little talk about a little tab cool hey that's good advice this one is it. This one is it, this yeah exactly well hey let's go ahead and thank our sponsors we'll be right back um we've got as as we said john paul narowski of karma crm he's the cto and founder uh, a developer by trade and passion and a really cool guy i think you're gonna love him so uh mike let's uh let's go thank our sponsors and we'll be right back with john paul
0: Rockin' with
2: JP. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn
3: when we return. at BruceClay.com.
4: Hi,
3: I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs.
4: Learn. Optimize. connect,
3: Be smart.
1: Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: We are back, and it is time to rock the world with John Paul Narowski of Karma CRM. John Paul, welcome to the show.
5: I'm happy to be here. So happy, (laughs) buddy.
1: I I begged Mike. Um, he he always gets to introduce our our guests and, and welcome them and stuff on the on the interview. And I begged him today to let me do it because you are a fellow pole.
5: All right. Well, uh, thank you for doing that. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. And and you're in Denver, and you know you know um, country music.
5: A little bit. Yeah, I guess so. Uh,
1: well, you knew who I was talking about. So I'm. You know, Mike and I are all over the place, and. And frankly, you are too. So, Mike, when you met John Paul, uh, why don't you pick us up on the story there?
0: Well, we were we were searching for a CRM solution. And, and uh, I think it was through our uh, Safras, our, our, our yes. counterpart in India, um, that he recommended this. I just try this program. And, of course, there's a free trial with anything now. JP, you picked up on that, didn't you? Free trial, right?
5: Yeah, absolutely. It's a low barrier to entry, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, we had we had just been through the process of of writing big checks to Salesforce actually. They don't have this monthly program. Uh, yeah program's called MasterCard, right?
1: And they wanted us to write more checks. And I said, let's look for something a little bit more affordable and doable. And when, frankly, when has showed us the platform and you had the free trial, I said, okay, fine, because Mike was after me, like, all right, we got to try this. We got to try this. And I said, cool, fine, whatever. All right, I'm going to go in. I'm going to set it up because I'm the techie in the company. And I was set up and we were ready to rock in less than an hour. All of the account settings, all of the customization things. That needed to be done so that we could, you know, use the CRM the way that we needed to for our for our business. And I was stoked. And I said, Mike, we're good. You, I mean, you can go that, go at it.
0: Lord, Lord, that one hour was like two a.m. to three a.m. Was that not
1: right? Well, yeah, but you know, still, it was, it was <laughs> quiet. I'm not going to be doing it while the phone's ringing. But it was it was still it was an it was less than an hour. I was shocked.
0: Uh, j- how- j- JP, JP um, uh, Alex, uh, would you explain to your Our audience here, sort of the gist of it. I mean, I'll I'll launch it with, you know, CRM. We used to use Salesforce, and, you know, it was the closest thing I saw to something that I already knew, which was really important to me. I already knew Salesforce, so I knew your product a bit. How did that come to be? How did Karma come to be? So
5: I actually created Karma CRM out of a need that I had internally for one of the previous companies I managed. I was the, the VP of sales, I also co also one of the co-founders, and I hired a sales guy and we tried every system out there. I, I just continued to resist the urge to build my own system because every developer builds their own CRM and their own internal content management system and probably 10 other things. So I thought that's probably just the developer's curse and decided you know for six months or so to try all the other products competitive field should have pretty much what I need and ended up finding that there was really nothing that I that I, based on what I needed which I didn't think that was that crazy something that's relatively simple but powerful enough, has some customizations custom fields, calendar sharing, things like that. I looked at the big boys, I looked at the really small guys and my sales guys still use sticky notes so I felt like that was a failure of the systems that existed and that there was still room for yet another system so we created something that was powerful enough that you know, we could get in the customizations that we needed, but also simple enough that we didn't have an enterprise selling cycle. We didn't have a lot of the complex processes and, and requirements that someone that might take full advantage of Salesforce would use. So we figured we'd simplify it a bit, customize it for us, but then really be very agile on how we released it and just continue to gather feedback for this kind of in-between CRM, between the ultra-simple and the ultra-complex. Nice.
1: And you were in Michigan,
5: that is that is correct.
1: And today it's snowing in Denver.
5: Today it is snowing in Denver.
1: <laughs> Tell you've had a lot of changes going on in your life.
5: Yeah, I love it. It's uh, I welcome the change. It's great out here in Denver.
1: Well, you know, I, I think. Um, with with what mike said too it it really does indicate that a lot of companies are going through a lot of change and one thing that i've really appreciated about karma and and working with you guys is a you're you're approachable we're we're the linkedin rock stars but you treat all of your clients like you treat us and um um and i i love that you are Basically, just like us, you've got the same kind of needs and the same kind of things going on and the same kinds of transitions going on uh, so that for a smaller company that needs to be very nimble and flexible, um, you are Experiencing the same things that we are, so you know what's happening, and it's making your product much more um, accessible for us to use internally uh, as well for ourselves. And, and other clients that I've talked to that are our karma clients have said the same thing,
5: sure. And, and I really, we really appreciate that. And that's something that we lean very, very heavily on. We say we eat our own dog food, and we don't, I think. It's kind of a trending term to say that in the software industry, but we use our product very heavily, and it's not because we force people. Because there's no other options, we we find it to be the tool that makes us the most productive. And what better way to optimize our work workflows for our customers than to use it ourselves and be like, "Well, this is really tedious. You know, we're we're doing this thing in Excel again. It's like, why are you doing that? There should be a better way to do it in Karma. And and you know, we have a lot of our customers to thank for a lot of the the, the features within Karma, and even Mike. Um, kind of worked with me on, on re- changing one of the user systems, one of the primary pieces of the the, the software, <clears throat> and we just launched that feature last week. And we have a few more of the pieces that Mike and I discussed that are going to be coming in a little while, but a much better process, and we wouldn't have had it without listening to our users. So really, we should be paying you guys.
0: Well, well you understand the pro- the process of sales really well, all the little things that I thought about were were there for me and that's that's kind of why we you know boy, at the end of what fourteen days or thirty days or so we were we were there if i i i said let's just go forward here and then we added more and more users to it jp that was one of the really great features is it worked really well with multiple users who are swapping accounts back and forth and making notes here and there on other other people's uh, um, assignments well,
5: that's great that's what we hope to that's what
0: we hope to do
1: so you've moved, you, you've created the CRM system. You've moved from Michigan, your entire company to, to Denver. Now it's snowing in Denver, so you get to ski in the mountains during the day and come back and, and most of the time wear a t-shirt in the afternoon. I mean, one thing I love about Denver is that you can golf every month of the year. And, and I don't personally golf, but I can go outside and enjoy the weather every single month of the year. Is that, um, has that been a real benefit for, um, for you and for the company?
5: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I guess... A lot of my team is distributed so they're all over the country. Um, I do have one person in Denver or uh, had one person in Denver, but it is a huge benefit to me. I, I wanna grow my home base here. I think that the weather, the people, the sun, everything about this city seems to me to me like it it's where I want to build my home base. To be able to have powder days and a powder policy where if my team you know, maybe <laughs> not necessarily customer service people, but you know, if, if you're a developer and you wanna go and ski during the day as long as you make up your time at night and we can, you know, continue to move forward.
1: I want to allow that. Nice. That's a great company culture to have. So when I come into Denver for April, I'm going to be there for the whole month again. And um, I'm I'm coming in early because at the Pepsi Center, um, I I had to tell Mike to cover his ears, so don't listen, Mike. But at the Pepsi Center on April 5th is Merle Haggard, Leanne Walmack, and George Strait. And I'm like all over it. And I'm I'm trying to, to get some people to come with me.
0: And I couldn't care less, so how will let go for
1: it? <laughs> He's not going <laughs> to care. Go. He's a LinkedIn rock star. I couldn't expect him. Hey, but these, if you want to talk about rock stars, George Strait's a rock star, Mike. I mean, come on. There's, there's no bigger country rock star than uh, than these guys.
0: And, well, what was that Womack name?
1: <laughs> Leanne Womack. She's one of my favorite country uh, female artists. I've, I've got this, uh, Mike okay. would be terrified at my Spotify account.
0: I think they make air conditioning systems, don't they? Womack, isn't that? what that is?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, JP, what kind of? Tell us a little bit about the the culture. I mean, you've already hinted at it, the culture of Karma. But I think that that is a benefit too to um, people who want to do business with you. Um, you know, mid market, larger small businesses that have a company culture that is flexible and is um, is is something that is attractive to people who want a lifestyle, not just a job.
5: Sure, and that's something that I think is going to be a constant learning process for us here at Karma, is to really figure out how to embrace culture. I mean, I've read a lot about it. I've tried different things, and we've had some great successes. I mean, we're not we're not to the point where I think people define us by our culture yet, but we're on our way there. You know, we went through the process of defining our core values. They're on our website. You can read about them. These things we bring up in every single Friday meeting and discuss how we, you know, had core value successes, core value failures. And some of the, the most important things to me that stick out in our core values are, you know, listen and maintain an open mind and learn constantly and strive for expertise. Between those two things, I mean, we have delivered bar raising customer service and other things that we really want to stand out in. but. By listening and maintaining an open mind, it's come up very many times in our discussions where either someone felt like they were really listened to or they weren't. Um, and, and also, you know, someone's constantly throwing something into the into our group chats about, hey, read this, think we should try this, think we should make this, this change. And between those two core value goals, we have the ability to kind of continue to move and have flexibility within our organization. So we have people kind of moving from one position to another based on what they're better at and what they're naturally gravitating towards. We have people bringing up ideas. We've had, I mean, actually some of the most revealing moments have been when we had disputes and discussions or, sorry, um, you know, tiffs or issues between employees within our company. And because of our core values, we all leaned heavily on them and we don't just see them as, as text. We see them as things to live by. We resolved the issue almost without any intervention from my own, from myself and it made us that much stronger and that much more communicative as a team. So it's been a really awesome uh, experience to start to really believe and and live by these core values and I think that you know living for a purpose and working for Having your company be defined by working for a purpose and using the core values to kind of get us there, it, it just creates a really enjoyable environment. My team and I, we, we have video chats on Fridays. We're always laughing. You know, we're all very serious about what we do, but at the same time, we don't take ourselves too seriously. And I think it's just been very rewarding and, and makes it much more enjoyable on a daily
0: basis. Well, it's been wonderful talking about features and and um, drop down boxes and defaults and all those sort of things. I really enjoy the software uh, development sort of process and knowing that that your ideas can be absorbed in into something and be seen within you know your lifetime within within a quarter within a, a period of time. Um, I love how how I'm able to just affect the product design and. and well, you can't do that with other, other companies. It's, it's just too too complex of a process. There's too many gates between you and the person who really needs to know that. And uh, I'm really anxious to see the new user interface, JP, huh? on the, yeah. the pieces you're talking about.
5: Amazing. Yeah, we're working on a new interface. And uh, we sent that over to Mike and Lauren. They were they're gracious enough to provide us some feedback. And we're going to be sending out to, to the rest of our users and kind of releasing it as an opt-in, at least uh, initially, And yeah, I think it's uh, it's all it's all part of the process. That was actually listening to users was something that I was very nervous about. I have to be honest. When I first started the the program, because I came from web development and consulting, where you get clients constantly telling you they're going to be the next LinkedIn and all these ideas that you you know are either you know need some a lot of work or they're not necessarily that unique. So to decide to listen to feedback was kind of a a scary thing for me. I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to dive in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're gonna see what customers have to say, and and I expected all these ideas that I'd had to constantly be saying no to, and you know, just, I came into it somewhat pessimistically, but I was I'm incredibly surprised with the organization and the, 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 the effectiveness of the, the suggestions that have been given. I mean I'd say a high percentage of the suggestions, whether we can implement them now or something that we're considering down the road, are useful. They're not like, well, I need this to be pink and I need this to have my logo here. It's much more I found that there's a filter that applies to anyone that generally applies uh, provides feedback and it's been amazing. It's like, wow, Like you really thought this through, and you made it not just about you. It made it something that we can apply and make useful to everybody. It's like, why wouldn't we listen? It's, it's to me, silly not to give our customers the exposure that they – or to give them our ear, because it's almost like we're paying an army of consultants who are refining our product on a daily basis for free for us. There's no better way to me.
0: Yeah, social helps so much. I know it does, J.P., uh, well, gosh, I wish I had so much more time. I wish I had even two or three more minutes, JP, but we don't. We don't, do we, Laurie?
1: No, sadly, we don't. We're out of time. But, JP, where can people find you and learn more about Karma CRM?
5: So you can check us out on our website, KarmaCRM. That's K-A-R-M-A-C-R-M.com, and all kinds of information about our features. Feel free to sign up for a free trial. You know, Get in contact with us, and uh, you're gonna be happy to schedule one-on-one or one of our webinars as well if you want to know more.
1: Lovely. And I recommend that people follow Shirley as well, because I got to tell you, for a customer service agent, Shirley just rocks. You tell her I said so.
5: Oh, he definitely will. She's, <laughs> a, she's a heart and soul. She's been with me for a long time now, probably my longest standing employee. And, and uh, her and I just have some some great interactions. So appreciate cool. I'm sure she'll appreciate the shout out and we'll uh, keep <laughs> yep. on working to make your experience more seamless.
4: Sure. Excellent.
1: Cool. All right. Well, it's time to thank our sponsors. Thank you, JP, for being with us today. We'll be right back with our expert segment following this.
0: Awesome, JP. Thank
5: you. All right. You all have a great time, and thank you for having me. It was very enjoyable.
2: Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is
3: AuthorityLabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen so you know other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design? Design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com.
5: Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider.
1: On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: Well, we're back from break, and I am just jazzed as heck. Ian Altman is our resident expert, growmyrevenue.com, and the co-author of Same Side Selling. We've had a great time, haven't we, Ian, talking about your book?
4: I tell you, man, it's been a blast.
0: Well, I sure like the last session. We were talking about restraint and 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 being selective about who you go after and what you offer them because you don't want to have a have a, a miss. You know, you want all hits, sort of a whole greatest hits record. What's next? You mentioned something about being unique to me when we talked.
4: Yeah. Well, there's there's a, there's a missed number that a lot of people have, which is they try and cast a wide net and appeal to everybody. And think about, I mean, if if let's say. When's the last time, Mike, that you referred somebody to a great generalist? It usually doesn't happen. We don't refer people to a generalist. We refer people to specialists. And I find that too many companies, they try to be all things to all people rather than focusing on their unique abilities and, in essence, focusing on the problems that they're really good at solving. I mean, do do you ever see that where people try – they sound like they're everything to everybody?
0: Yeah, they are. They, they kind
4: of sound like a grocery store. <laughs> exactly. And, and so what happens is the person who is going to sell you hardware is not the same person you're going to go to for a complex IT solution, nor to really delve into a business area. And I'm sure there's people listening right now going, no, no, we do all those things. And the reality is no one believes you do all of them really, really well. And when you narrow your focus, you actually build credibility and you make it so that the customer says, wow, this is the problem these guys solve really well. The twist on this, Mike, is that we need to focus on the problems that we solve for people, not what we do. So be an expert at solving specific challenges, not necessarily for the work that you do. Wow, you know, I got my pen right here. I'm writing notes all along here. This is in the book, though, isn't it? It, it is in the book. It is in the book. Let me let me kind of explain what I mean by this. So I, if I was a roofing contractor and I said, hey, Mike, give me a referral to anybody who needs a roofing contractor, unless someone explicitly asks for, for a roofing contractor, I'm never going to get the referral. But if I said to you, look, Mike, people come to me when they have water entering their home or their office building from the roof, the ground, or anywhere in between, they also come to me when their energy costs are just out of control. We can often – have a dramatic impact on reducing their energy costs. Now you don't have to remember what I do, but you understand what problems I solve, and it's very easy for you to refer me into other people.
0: Got it. Well, that you, you break it down pretty simple, like that sixth grade education that sales reps sort of need. They're that quick, quick thinking sort of thing. They don't want to have to think things through too much. It's grab and go. I, I can use that.
4: You know what, Mike? I think it's also that I'm not that smart, so I make it so that I can understand it, and hopefully other people can too.
0: Ah, uh, do you use a color crayon as an analog word processor? <laughs>
4: That's a great idea.
0: <laughs> it is a lot better than a pen. I mean, it's really analog when you're dealing with crayon. You know. <laughs> well, gosh, you know I, that is a terrific, terrific piece there. Of when you're when you're defining your market and, and what you're going to go after. You can also add a few extra little things on LinkedIn to kind of filter the search and find folks that might like you a little more. I look for folks that have the word music in their profile, for example. That would have brought me to you, wouldn't it, Ian?
4: I believe it would have. I hope so.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, hey, there's, our, there's our session. And uh, boy, I, 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 my gosh, we're going to have to well do another one right up next. Their book is awesome same-side selling. It's at growmyrevenue.com. Ian Altman, thank you for being our expert here. I love working with
4: you, brother. Mike, it's been a blast. Thanks again.
1: Well, guys, that is it for Rock the World with LinkedIn today. Listen to us Monday night at 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Pacific. That's our new time starting April 2014, our third year on the air. Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock on Webmaster webmasterradio.fm. Subscribe to us on iTunes at rocktheworldradio.com. And coming up soon, you can find us on iHeartRadio.